You don't sound autistic. Well, uh, what does an autistic person Wait. sound like? You're autistic? Yeah, I'm telling you that. You don't even look autistic. But, but we're talking about... Yeah, but, but I don't buy it. But I, I was diagnosed with autism and ADHD and anxiety and depression. You don't sound autistic. Welcome back to another episode of You Don't Sound Autistic. I'm Blake. And I'm Rochelle. And I'm autistic. And I'm not. And this is episode 30. Wow. Good job. Look at that. We've been, we've done 30, well, we've done 29 and a little bit more. Sure. That's true. But by the time we're done with this one, we'll have done 30. That's impressive. I think so. We could use more listeners though. Yeah. Um, And more nap time. More nap time. What do you mean? Well. You need a nap? I I do. Yes. But I mean him. I mean. You mean our son? Yes. We're grateful for nap time. That's how we, what are we going to do when he stops napping? I don't know. Tie him up. No. <laughs> Feature him? Feature him? Yeah. But he will, he won't, I mean, I don't know. He won't be able to talk or make sense. He's getting pretty good. I mean, not making sense. Well, no, he makes sense. Just not for the context. The one podcast. thing he says consistently is if you have any bodily function, he likes to call you out. Dad, you farted. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Dad, you burped. And if if you burp and say, excuse me, then he immediately turns around and goes, eh, excuse me. <laughs> Uh, so don't forget to uh, subscribe to the podcast on your preferred platform so you can be notified of the newest episodes when they're released. Join the Facebook group. Join the group. Join the conversation as I believe 128 other people have. Well, I guess 126 since two of them are us. True. It's not too bad, though. No, it's good. Um, it's growing. We, we also want to welcome our listeners for listening from all over the world. And we're living in a crazy world right now with all yeah. the stuff and, but i'll talk about a little bit of that once we get to news minute a little bit later yeah definitely peaking some anxiety yeah yeah um one thing that came up this annoying cars outside one thing that came up this week for me was i was thinking about um how i don't feel like i'm getting the focus that i should be getting from the medication that i'm on interesting which I'm, medication is this the methylphenidate the, the medication that I take for uh, ADHD. And did you used to feel like you were getting the focus? No. <laughs> I'm oh. just realizing I, I don't feel as focused as I should. Okay. Interesting. But I'm also like, I've taken and tried so many different medications. I've never had that aha moment that everyone talks about. Have you heard of something called NAD? NAD? Mm-hmm. NADS? No. Well, it's a very long, if you type it in, I can't say it. It's a blah, 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 like thing but nad it's short for well you pull it up you'll look or i'll do it right here but anyways it's just interesting that you talk about focus because um oh my god your computer is jacked no just click on my name oh right there you go okay just it's just it's just chrome type in nad you know what came up nada mm. right there Nico the National Association no, of the Deaf. Nicotinamide adenine. Down one more. This one. That one. That's it. Nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide. That's it. That's it. NAD. Say that one time slow. <laughs> <laughs> Holy I can't, shit! I can't read it on the angle. That is it. There's a lot of research being done about NAD, but essentially, um, it helps with 
mitochondrial function. Mitochondrial is the part of the cell that actually creates the energy that we use in our body to do everything from mental focus to physical energy. So taking an NAD product is, um, it can be really essential to like helping your body function and create that, uh, get to that clarity and mental focus. So but shouldn't my medication be doing that since it helps so many other people? Well, what your medication is doing, as I understanding it, as I understand it, is more of a manipulation of and slowing down your central nervous system, so you don't have quite the rush of, you know, information flowing through your nerves in your brain at any one point in time. It's not necessarily building mitochondrial strength, which is what NAD does. They do two different things. So just because they're slowing down, I mean, look up methylphenidate and see exactly what it does. Let's let's not guess. Let's be specific because I believe they're attacking and working on two different parts of the brain, both of which would create mental focus in different ways. There you go. So it affects the chemicals in the brain and the nerves that contribute to hyperactivity and impulse control. Right. Methylphenidate is used to treat attention. Okay. that Give me something more. I don't know. What, I, I can't um, control the Internet. How about, I want something like from, how does, type in, how does methylphenidate work? Because I know the marketing plugs for it. I want to know the mechanics of it. Increasing activity in the brain, particularly in the areas that control attention and behavior. Used to treat, okay. I keep going. Oh, get the one from NC. That one. Methylphenidate works by increasing dopamine levels. That's what I want. Methylphenidate, can you turn the monitor so I can read it? Just pull it, yeah. You didn't realize that you signed up to listen to Rochelle read. I'm going to do this on the fly. Methylphenidate works in the treatment of attention, yeah, by increasing levels of dopamine. They don't know what it says. Previous research has shown that methylphenidate or Ritalin increases dopamine levels but the studies involved injections of doses much higher than normally prescribed to children well, that's fine because we're working on an adult level um it still bothers me that this is all kind of written in the world of children um me too screw the kids what dopamine about me levels in the brain increase significantly the drug seems to raise the levels of the hormone by blocking the activity of dopamine transporters which remove dopamine o- once it has been released. That's interesting. It's actually a dopamine inhibitor. Huh. This is getting really boring. <laughs> we got to move this along a little bit faster, Rochelle. They can't hear you reading into your head. I'm just reading and thinking. So methylphenidate is working on the dopamine centers of your brain, but the NAD would be working on the mitochondrial function and the actual health this of isn't like a, some snake oil thing is it it's uh, look it up it's nad i just looked it up you couldn't even say the you can't even say I it i can't say it. that's why they call it nad because no one can say it unless you're like and why give it such a stupid ass name you know latin latin predates everything this medicine it's the same not thing. this net not this nad someone that doesn't speak latin naturally if I practice it, that, if I could practice, okay, I'll practice it for next week and I'll be able to say it as well as I could say methylphenidate, which I can only do because I practiced it. It's another one of those convoluted words. Instead of uh, that, let's, let's learn about the National Association of the Deaf. We can all say that. Is that going to help you with mental focus? Yeah, because I'd like to learn sign language. 
That's a different, okay, but that's an interest-based mental focus. So, so <laughs> I'm talking there you about go. a cellular Those are the driven. types of NADs that I like. Okay, okay. I think... Nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide. NAD is a coenzyme central to metabolism found in all living cells. And it helps with the mitochondrial function of your body's ability to convert its own natural... Um, resources into physical and mental energy that's completely dopamine has nothing to do with that so so i don't need dopamine i don't know i'm not i'm not in charge of your dopamine like that's what your doctor is doing with the methylphenidate i'm just saying when it comes to mental clarity and focus there are multiple avenues that need to be addressed i know what i need to do in order for my medicine to work better i need to work out and i haven't been okay it's a constant struggle rochelle yeah if you started working out it would help me I am working out. I need to see you do it right now. Do do a push up. Do ten push ups. Oh, I can't do push ups. Have you seen my arm? I can't do that. Okay, do one arm. Do a one arm push up. A one arm push up. You just upgraded me to like. Do one sit up. My workout is different than sit ups and push ups. What do you just watch other people exercise? That's not working out. I know it's not. <laughs> That's not what a workout is. No, it's not working out for your workout. It's not. not how my it's workout out. is. Pilates and yoga based. That's not exercise. It's incredibly difficult exercise. Planks. Tell me one guy, tell planks. me one person that's ever been ripped from planks. I didn't say planks. I said Pilates and yoga. I'm just saying. Uh, what's the dude's name that plays Thor? Thor? Chris Hemsley? No, Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Hemsley. <laughs> She's just making up someone's name. Yeah, do you think you think he got ripped like that from doing yoga? Have you seen real yoga yogis? yogi yogis yeah no they can be absolutely very it's, tone it's, and it's always some lady oh my gosh don't get stereotypical the pilates and yoga is a, a, it is a legit workout you don't have to sit there and put yourself through cardio cardiovascular hell and and bouncing around and you know killing yourself because you can't breathe that's not there are so many different types of workouts that mm. is only one kind that is the like you know that's the kind of workout that you do if, A, you're already toned and you're looking to step up your fitness game because you want to be continually challenged, or B, you want to pick something that's too hard to do right off the bat so that you'll feel overwhelmed and stop. And that's where you're at? I'm not the one that chose that. I chose yoga and Pilates because I can ease into it. I can match my body where my body is and push it gradually and build the strength. So it's like workout lube. You just there, ease, you ease it right in. Right. Did you did you listen to the last episode? It's it's taking smaller bites of, us? of, of bigger yeah bigger goals. Yeah. That's the whole point of it. You ease into something. You build your strength. You start. You take a realistic look of where your body is right now, and you say these are my strengths, and then you build on those strengths. But you do it in bite sized pieces. Hmm. I mean, do you ever try and eat like an entire twelve ounce steak at once? Yes. At once. Oh, yeah. The entire steak. I've eaten an entire pizza by myself. One bite at a time. Well, I mean, I folded it in half and ate it. But you still ate it one bite at a time. You didn't eat the entire pizza in one bite. One bite. No. Nope. Just trying I, to... I mean, maybe maybe with a bottle of why hot do you sauce. Have to be, why do you have to be right, Rochelle? Because <laughs> I know in this point I am, you might have an entire bottle of hot sauce. I could do... I have a 12-ounce mouth. <laughs> I know for a fact. I've measured it. Yeah, you do? You do? Uh-huh. This really hurts my arm. Okay. I can't do this. You have like a 42-ounce nose. 
Okay. You could stick two to two liters up there. <laughs> You're welcome. It's not so bad. I had it fixed. Your strills? Yeah, surgically. Hey, you strill got it. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. There are even walking, just straight power walking, they have said, depending on where you are in your physical health, power walking can be more advantageous than, you know, 20 or 30 minutes of intense cardio, depending on where your body is. Hmm. My body is uh, is currently off the treadmill. This is where I am. So even getting on the treadmill for 30 minutes would be advantageous because it's from a... It's car- but now my, my, my treadmill has turned into like a storage unit. I got crap sitting on it and mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know where to put it. That's an expensive storage unit. Yeah, it is. Can't you just put it on the couch while you're... I could, but then that would require moving. And, eh, oh I don't feel like it. Good. Okay, so when do you start taking responsibility for this? What For what? For... Oh, I'm, I'm, Any de- of the I'm, steps. I, I'm saying I'm I'm responsible. It's me. I'm the guilty party, Your Honor. Okay, so then guilty is charged. How is it gonna? How are you gonna get out of it? I don't know. That's a good question. I could I could use some help. I'm trying to help you. You're throwing excuses at me. What's um? Is her is her name Andrea? I want to make sure I'm crediting the right person from Facebook. The one that Mentioned came up with the super awesome career idea for you that that I should trade services with people. Yeah. Yeah. The only problem, I mean, that's a good idea, but my only problem with that is in America or in the you know in the United States rather, like we're not much for bartering. Yeah, but so then don't. So then charge for it, but you could still go after the model of acquiring we business that way. I mean, the the bartering the payment form is negotiable, but the concept of what she's pitching is brilliant. No, I know. I I agree. I think it's a good idea. I just I wouldn't know how to even you know, that would that that requires a, a skill and like a social skill that I don't have, which is social skills. <laughs> okay. No, because I mean, if you're to approach someone and say, "Hey, man, how about you give me a workout, and then I'll shoot a video for you," you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't even know how to broach the subject. Do you have an idea? Call in now. Rochelle's not able to. Join the conversation fast enough. Thanks. You're welcome. Thanks. I get that. No, I was just thinking through that. It's like more, it would be more of a situation where you would have to approach the trainer and say, hey, I'm interested in this. Do you have an interest in a video? Right. And then ask, you'd have to ask the question. But how many, I mean, that's got to be a numbers game because how many people are going to want, I, I've been trying to give this a lot of thought because I was like, oh, it's not, it, it, in theory, like I like the idea, but then in the practical aspect of it where I'd actually have to talk to someone. I still think like, that you should yeah. let me build your website for you. You won't have to talk to people. I can build an entire front end that is like intuitive enough to gather all the information from the client side, which I could do for you. And then you could turn that into a business, not necessarily because you're negotiating for things that you want, but just turning it into the business based on your skills. I think the, the challenge is that with so many people taking to self-production through their phones, you know, and all the software, to take you would need a higher level client that isn't going to do that right so you would need more of the the business side of you know people who need videography work but then i the only reason i haven't done that is because you don't really like videography you i don't, mean i don't mind it i just it's it's just it's a pain in the ass it's just kind of a pain in the ass i like the shooting part of it to a degree but i mean it's really the editing that i enjoy the most right then i know so then it's like how do you how do you do that how do you create the editing side of it without needing to go 
um, I know shoot the video because that's the part you don't like. Yeah, but I mean, I wouldn't like I would do the shooting part of it if I needed to. I'm not saying I wouldn't. I thought the part you didn't like the most was well. I I don't don't blame you. So the part in the past depends on the project. It, setting up the lighting you get all worried about your microphones you know the light kit set and then it's like how I think the most challenging part you've had over the years of that is that it's a highly unpredictable situation and in the moment of the shoot you have to keep your body calm keep your mind calm so you have to stay out of fight or flight which in the rush of the moment is difficult to do but you have to stay out of fight or flight so that as things come up you can direct and negotiate as needed a very highly unpredictable situation which you know, at the time, when every, you know, a couple of years ago, when we were trying to make a full business out of it, we didn't understand the value of having a predictable situation. And you were throwing yourself into some of these shoots with people who didn't know what they wanted, right? I mean, I remember the bartender guy that wanted you to do all that crazy stuff with the video. And you were like, you were trying to read his mind because he wasn't communicating very clearly. So the challenges that we ran into is like, how do we clean up the communication so that you can actually do the job you were hired to do is he wasn't communicating clearly and you were trying to read his mind. And yet at the same time, you know, that's a, that's a difficult thing for anybody to do, but even more so, you know, for an autistic person to try and read the mind of another person. So I think the videography career path is definitely an option because you have beyond the skill set like your skill set is ridiculous you're an amazing creator it's true look at look at the kid we made the, well i'm the i'm the coolest parts of of some of him <laughs> but look at the three videos we did that were i mean i acted in them but, uh, poorly but you did all the rest of the work you know and that was because you you created that kind of content but at that point it was a little bit easier because in those videos you knew what you wanted and you only had to communicate clearly with yourself. Yeah. But the thing is just like working with clients, like uh, I would do something in the video and you'd be like, I don't know if it's going to be good. And then it would end up being like hilarious or something. Same thing happened when we did the, uh, the, uh, eHarmony video for the wedding. Well, sure. Because I'm a person too. And I don't have the sense of humor that I have. I know. Okay. Oh, I, sorry. Sometimes <laughs> I just feel like we're finishing each other's sentences. <laughs> I was going to say I didn't have the vision and I was dealing with my own emotions. Like some of the things you were, you know, you might have seen through the moment, but to me it felt awkward and uncomfortable and I didn't feel, and I was feeling insecure and, you know, any actress wants to be nurtured through those feelings. I, w- I was no exception, even though I'm not an actress. It's like, those were tough moments. You wanted me to play a role and I was like, I don't understand. Like... That's just fair. That's just human, you know, comfort. I just needed comfort. And you were like, just do it. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, but that's the kind of director I am. Okay, well, that's great. I get, I get results. I'm like the Stanley Kubrick of wedding videos. <laughs> okay. I get results. I get the results I need. So how do you turn that, how do you turn that get results attitude into something that you can tailor for yourself about working out? How can you get results in working out? I need, I don't know. How do you I start? Need an, I need another me to motivate me. Okay, but I think part of it is that you're starting to, you're trying to like run before you've even worked up the stamina to, to power walk. Like I can't even make it to the treadmill. But is it because you can't make it or is it because you've inadvertently, subconsciously barricaded it? I think just depression hits me. 
I'm just like, eh, I don't know. It's not really lo- like laziness as much as it's, it's, it's just, def- it's like feeling defeated before the battle even begins. So one of the things that I've been researching <coughs> lately um, in some, with some of my clients is this trifecta of energy and motivation and focus. And energy is two parts because it's physical and mental energy. But how often do you feel like you have all three at the same time when you have energy, motivation, and focus? How because, often do I feel like I have all three? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it just depends. Sometimes, like, like I'll when I'm making music, mm-hmm. and and I and I'm feeling like a vibe. Okay. Then I I have the energy to do it. I'm motivated to do it, and I'm focused on finishing the task. Okay, I like that. I like that you said that you have the vibe of it because the the vibration of activities or people or or thoughts are actually a very palpable, measurable thing. I mean, that's what we call frequency. It's like the frequency of light or the frequency of sound. There's a frequency of behavior. There's a frequency of emotion. Those all create a vibe. So when we go, oh, man, I like your vibe. Like there's actual measurable scientific. I would never say it like that. <laughs> My point is that that's actually measurable. So what when you say, I like the vibe of this thing, what I'm hearing you say is that the vibe of that activity is in coherence and all of your faculties are tuned into the same frequency and you can kind of, um, and you can work through that. Like you can start to finish that idea. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how music is going to then relate to me getting on the treadmill and actually working out though. So, but what's the feeling that you have when you think about getting on that treadmill? That I want to sit. Well, that's why. Because you have an opposite frequency running at the same time. So you have one frequency that says, I need to work out. And the other one that says, but I want to sit. Those two are incongruent. If they're incongruent or incoherent. Sitting always wins. Okay. I. And that's a, it's a defeat that feels good. <laughs> <laughs> No judgment. Sitting does feel good. Um, but you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. you've got to put all of those. It's almost like you've got to create a harmony just like you would with a chord and a song. Like you've got to get frequencies that work together. It sounds like you have com- competing frequencies. I do. Okay. That's a real thing. I it's got two songs playing at the, sa- the same time. Yeah. I got like I'm working out and I'm like, we're not gonna take it. And <laughs> then on, and then the other song is like... Uh, I'm too lazy to even write a song. <laughs> okay. Couch potatoes, sitting around, not doing much type of song. Sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just lack... I lack the mot- the proper motivation. Well, um... Motiv- I'm having a hard time, Rochelle. I know, I know. Motivation can come from a couple of different places. So if if something isn't urgent or interesting or important to you, which would have triggered your mental energy, right? Those ideas would have kind of prompted you into action. They would have taken over your physical feelings. Well, things can be important and still not necessarily uh, make them urgent to me. So I'm glad... The sense of urgency is a lot more important than than importance itself. I know. I struggle with the fact that he put important... that he put importance as one of those three. I've never seen importance as an equal player. Urgent and interesting, I think, are 
accurate. I think those are both pedals, like gas pedals. But yeah. I don't think important is a gas pedal. I think important can also be like, well, important right now or important to you or important like in what I think important. Maybe is, immediate as opposed to urgent. I guess those are kind of the same. They're thing. kind of the same thing. I think I the only know. time I've been able to make important work theoretically is if the importance was in relationship to like you made a decision and it was important for you to um, like be, you know, how do I say this? So don't know if it's a decision you've already made and you're dedicated to that decision, then important, it would become important to you because you're like, no, I made this a priority and I'm, I'm going to do it come hell or high water. You know, like you made it important because, because it's part of a decision you already made. But if it's really not, if working out is kind of something that your doctor was like, and I agree, you need to do it, but you're like, you need to do this. Then is that an, is it important because he said it was important and you haven't fully bought off that it's important yet? No, it's important. I, and that's the thing where I'm like, eh, I don't know. I honestly, I feel like, like I, like I woke up this morning and, uh, and, and I had, like I woke up a couple of times and I saw that you were like, oh, Declan's asking for you. And I was like, eh. Yeah. Not that I like don't want to see him because no. I do, but I'm like, yeah, he says that now. But I'm like, you know, then I just talk myself out of coming over because I'm like, he, he's he's asking about me, but he doesn't really care. So I'm like, I'll just go back to sleep. <laughs> okay. Um, he was asking for you last night too. Okay. Where's my dad? Dad's over at his house. Oh, where's my dad? At dad's house. Okay. And I'm, a, I'm, I'm, okay. Okay. Dad's house. <laughs> I was like, yes. All right. I, so, you know, it's hard to say. I, I know his focus jumps around a lot as well, but, um. Your focus is jumping around quite a bit. Do you been taking my pills? No, I haven't. I took myself off those other ones because they were just rattling my brain too much. Oh, okay. And my, and my whole, like my whole body hurt. And it took me a week to recover from coming off of those because, that stimulant was so unnatural in my body that I actually felt sick the week I came off of those because I feel like I actually feel like it taxed my adrenals. Like I didn't feel like I had it. Oh, actually adrenals. Do you know what your adrenals do? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think that no one could say it better than you're about to. <laughs> you're funny. The adrenals sit right on top of the, of the kidney. There's these, they produce hormones and they produce the, um, I believe it's the cortisol and the adrenaline and all the different hormones that you need when you go through like a fight or flight moment. Mm -hmm. And it gives you that burst of energy to kind of get through things. But of course, my philosophy is that I think you're living in fight or flight more often than you're not. And your adrenals um, probably aren't being supported. So now I'm wondering if it's not necessarily like a mitochondrial energy issue. Maybe it's just you're just adrenal fatigue. Maybe. If you would look that up and let's, let's talk through that because adrenal fatigue, I mean, you're, we're not, the human body was not, I think, how it's, do I say And this? it's not fatigue, it's fatigue. Oh, I'm sorry. Adrenal fatigue, it's fatigue, suggests that prolonged exposure to stress could drain the adrenals leading to lower, yeah, a low cortisol state. The adrenal depletion would cause brain fog, low energy, depressive mood, salt and sweet cravings, lightheadedness, and other vagal, or say vague? Yeah. Vague symptoms. It's vague. Thank you very much. <laughs> I thought it said vagal, which is polyvagal. Oh, yeah. Um, this might be actually more of where you're headed. 
because I how, how do I boost my adrenals? There's Heroin? uh there's a variety of supplements you can take. Oh yeah. That help to kind of What if I boost my NADs? That would help. Honestly, I think NAD is w- So You know what NADs are, right? I know what gonads are. Is that what you're talking about? Gonads? Yeah, sure. That's the longer term, but these nads are like a, a they're balls. I know. This well, not your balls, I hope, but... No, I have... No, I, yeah. I, I have four brothers. I know. <laughs> All right. I know. I forgot that you were a testicle expert. I am not a testicle... Okay. There's just an edu... Ow, this really hurts. Would you care to come over here and give me two test tickles? <laughs> no. Tickle me, Blake. <laughs> two test tickles. Yeah, it's, that's an old... You never heard that joke before? I, yeah, I know. I've only ever heard the joke from you, but I oh, laugh okay. every time. Two test tickles. I like it. That's funny. Um, I wonder man. if it's the stitches that hurt so much. Okay, no one has any idea what you're talking about. you got to explain. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, I grow funny moles, so... Um, it's the funniest part about Rochelle. That's what my doctor said. She goes, you f- just grow funny moles. So I, I, every single month they go in and they biopsy another one and it just, um, it comes back funny. So then they go in and dig a whole crater out Ugh. and they've done that again. So this one's on my arm. And I was like, you know what I do for a living, right? Like the, the consultative part of my job doesn't need this, but the body work part of my job, like I kind of need my arm and it's, it's right on the, it's only like four or five inches away from my wrist. So um, but I have four stitches in here, and it's healing, and it's really challenging. So she's no just whining about it. No, I'm not whining. I'm constantly just... whining about it. Oh my it's, goodness! It's a little cut. A little. I don't want to look at it. Get it away! <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Apparently, I'm also allergic to the adhesive on the band aid, so I can't put a. I'm trying to practice safe wound care, um, but I'm also trying to not like, you know, super irritate my skin. Because it hurts. Yeah. Band-Aids hurt right now. Okay. That's it. I'm irritated. For me? Yeah. Oh, or at me. No. Whatever makes me less in trouble. <laughs> You're not in trouble, Blake. <laughs> You're not in trouble, Blake. See? So um, adrenal fatigue might be something that, I mean, one of the things that the you have this entire body that is trying so hard to work and function and it needs a... F- it needs a significant amount of support. The way you said entire body and significant, you just trying to tell me I'm fat? I'm talking about everyone in general. I'm not honing in on Blake. Every single person can experience adrenal fatigue. I just think it's more prevalent um, in neurodiversity because we're constantly more in a state of fight or flight. Not getting enough B vitamins. Ah. My name is Blake. Everything I take is a B vitamin. No. You mean actual. You should be drinking the Axio that... I, I got to say, it is really funny because Declan was asking for his Axio, but he can't pronounce the X, so it just sounded like he said, I need my asshole. <laughs> I, th- I hear the X. He's really? his Axio. Nuh-uh. He's like, I need my asshole. Okay. If anything, it sounds a little bit like Axio. Yeah. Like no, an S like, instead of an X. It sounded like asshole to me. But it's Axio. Sorry, folks. I'm a child. It's okay. I can't help myself. Speaking Look. of speaking of the little guy, I don't want to talk about adrenal fatigue and addressing it. It's it's draining my adrenals again as we speak. <laughs> okay, fair point. I just had them drained. Um, no, because I wanted to talk about him. Uh, his, uh, you know, we brought him back into swimming. Right, and we didn't talk about it last week. No, we didn't. I don't remember. No, we skipped over. But the end it was, it was the very end, and we no, we didn't talk about it. So he was out of swimming for about a month. He had one class, 
And then the humidifier broke at the swimming school, so we missed that day. And then the next week, they canceled because it was snow day here in Georgia. Um, it didn't really snow, but it did not. But so then there's two weeks he missed, and then that during that week we went in and saw the ENT, and she was like, "Oh, no more swimming until after surgery." So then that was three more weeks he's just missed. Right. So last week was the first week we took him back to swimming, and we figured he was going to need some acclimation time so we actually did two things uh, one we extended his class from 30 minutes to an hour so he had more time to kind of warm up and be there and second we took advantage of the winter carnival um, that the school hosted the day prior to his swim class that had an open swim for families right and that was hard to get him in the pool just you and me trying to get him in the pool i know he didn't want to get in first uh-uh. i coaxed him in i mean he's i told him there'd be hookers and blow <laughs> He jumped right in. He, you have to imagine, you have to create the visual here. We're in this like humidified room, this pool, indoor pool. He is sitting there in his, um, in his sweatpants and he's got his shark boots, his heavy rain boots. He's got his swimsuit on underneath. He's got his shirt, right? His swim shirt. He's got his hoodie like w- over with the hood on. And he was all bundled up in this hot w- room. Yes, I was. And Declan did not. He's like, no, no, no. I'm in the pool trying to tell him it's safe. We couldn't peel him out of his clothes any better in the in the swimming pool than we could in the hospital two weeks earlier trying to get him out for surgery. It was just that oh, same. Right. Like he, he cocooned himself in his clothes and his entire identity of safety was in that hoodie and his heavy boots and he didn't want to come out. So it took a good 10 or 15 minutes to slowly peel all that off and get him in the pool. Yeah. Well, and that's the hard part when he's actually in the class because the class is only really 25 minutes. Right. Because they save the last five minutes to tell you about their... It's so funny because they make it sound like they they don't need... They need 30 seconds. Right. They don't need five minutes. Right. Um, to tell you about their progress because you walk up and, you're, and they're like, he still can't swim. <laughs> Take him back. <laughs> that's That's the progress he's made. Right. If you threw him in this thing, he would definitely drown. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, we swam for a good hour, 15 minutes or so the Saturday, the day before. And right. we were like, okay. You know, he didn't want to get out of the pool at that point. No. And we'd been through, like, he was he was timid to get in the pool. So then we figured out how to put a vest on him. And then he could kind of bobble around in the vest, which was working because he could see the other kids using that. And then he won. Okay, I'm done with the vest. We peeled the vest off. But when we got back the very next day, it was like we had to start over. You had to sit. You were very um, patient. I was. And I was such a good dad. I should have. I should get an award. You should. They should have given you one of those little metal things. Yeah. One of those little plaques. Exactly. The the ribbons. A ribbon. Whatever. You had your hoodie on expecting to just go in and drop him off for the class. And and you got to understand, like the the pool is indoors and then there's. And it's heated to 90 degrees and is they have a it is super humid in that room. So it is. Being in there in my sweatshirt. I, I don't know. I'm weird. Like, I, I didn't want to take my sweatshirt off. It just... It's a comfort thing. Suffered. I know. It's the same thing that he did. I just you're, suffered. You're cocooned no in your clothes. I get it. It's a sensor. You know, it's a safe place inside your hoodie. You'll sit there and sweat. You're. I guess you're just so used to sweating and being uncomfortable. Yeah, I am. Um. So you sat there for a half an hour behind him. So when he... And because he was crying and he was uncomfortable and even, you know, he had his toy and he just didn't feel safe and he didn't like it and he couldn't see me. And 
Um, but you were patient with him. And then after the first half hour, and you transitioned him to the second class. He kind of started to warm up and do a little bit better. And you were able to come in and, you know, dry off. A little bit. I was very damp. Very. <laughs> I was going to say moist, but a lot of people don't like that word. That's fair. So I won't say moist. Good job. Thank you. Um, and he did he did okay last week, but we went back. So we changed. One of the, the interesting parts is that he had two different teachers last week. And right. we remembered, oh, yeah, that second teacher, he does really well with her. He had her the first time. Mm-hmm. So then being very highly observant, we noticed, okay, that teacher wasn't really open and warm and didn't really w- connect with him and he didn't connect with her, but that teacher he did. So we went up and said, okay, when does that teacher have an hour back to back, like two classes back to back to create the hour? We figured that out. We moved over to Saturdays and that's what we did yesterday. Yes. Yeah. So we brought him in and he had the two classes back to back again. He did much better. He still cried a little bit, but he's, you know, it's like you feel bad, but it's like at a certain point, like, you know, He's three. Come on. You got to pull off the band-aid. Break his plate. It's time for you to get out of here, buddy. You're a grown man now. Mm-hmm. Um, go face the world. But you need that a little bit. You, you need know? to be pushed. I, I agree that he does need to be pushed, I think. But he's also got to feel safe. So it's a fine line between making sure he felt safe and that he knew he was in a familiar place. Yeah. And if anything, the lifeguard that was standing next to him, because um, this time it was my turn to take him in. And I didn't stay as long. I think he acclimated a little bit faster, but she was kind of like, what's going on with him? I said, well, he's autistic. And she's like, huh, he's autistic? I was like, oh, here we go. And I'm like, yep, he is. I said, look, he's... You don't sound autistic. <laughs> he, do- he doesn't. That's where we got the name. Um, but I said, watch him. He's got a lot of big feelings right now, and he's scared. And so it's, you know, he does really well with this teacher. He, he and Miss Sharon do really well. But what you'll notice is that it's just going to take him a few extra minutes to process his feelings in terms of when he can convert that fear into stability and then an excitement. And it's just, I'm just going to sit here for a few more minutes, give him that time because it'll take him a minute to recognize those feelings and a little bit longer to process them. But once he gets there, he'll be fine. And she goes, oh, oh, okay, okay. And so then she stopped because she was kind of pressuring him a little bit with like his glasses, his goggles and, and that her pressure was actually making it worse for him. And she didn't realize. Which she are we talking about now? The lifeguard. Oh, OK. The lifeguard. She was trying to sit there and help him with his goggles and everything. And Right. OK. So once I explained that to her, she was like, oh, wow, that's cool. OK. And then she backed off and I was able to leave in about six or seven minutes and come back and sit next to you. Yeah. And then he did well for the rest of the time. Yeah, he actually started smiling and having fun. And then next week he'll be miserable again. Well, yeah, who knows? So, but I think that's the thing is that it's uh, he 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 needs to be pushed to a degree because he I mean he does get a lot of you know he runs he runs the house. Well, I think a lot. Okay. Let me ask you a question: Have you watched West Side Story yet? I haven't prioritized it oh you haven't had time because Declan's too busy watching shrimp shrimp captain or whatever the hell that show is he watches bubble guppies yeah bubble guppies they're called mermaids he likes the mermaids the mermaid show um I haven't tried I haven't sat down to watch tv I'm not in my tv zone right now gotcha so it's kind of funny we've gotten to this point where now when we sit down like we'll get uh, I'll come home from picking him up Mm -hmm. from daycare and then he does this thing where 
he's kind of like, uh, all right. And we're in the, you know, we're in the apartment. There's no, just like one light on and I'm like getting ready to make food or something. And he just kind of stands there. He's like, so, uh, I don't know. What should we do? Should we watch some, uh, I don't know, TV or something? He's like very casual about it. Really? Yeah. It's super funny. He'll be like, uh, remote, <laughs> little TV maybe. <laughs> and I'm just like, what? He was like, why don't you just ask me? And then I'm like, what do you want to watch? He's like, I don't know. Like we could, if, if, if I was forced to watch TV, I could watch some PJ masks. <laughs> and, that is uh, not how he responds so, to me. So then like we'll watch PJ masks and I've gotten him to the point where now if we watch something he wants to watch, then we get to watch something that I want to watch. Okay. Which is usually still something he wants to watch, but it's <laughs> at least I feel like I have some sense of some semblance of control. Sure. As the adult, and so he'll watch the show, and it'll go through like the because there's two episodes, you know, mm-hmm. two two mini. shorts yeah. in each episode. So the music kicks on, and he goes, "No more." Oh really? Yeah, and he gives me the remote to change the channel or put on something. Oh, else. that is not what he does to me. What he does to me is he will say, "Don't touch the TV, mom." No touch TV, mom. And he'll actually, he's gotten really good. He knows when the episode is about to end. Before the credits even roll, he can recognize the windup yeah. of the episode. And he'll come over and he will like either hug me or he'll do something to put both like to 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 keep you from changing the channel. Yeah. Like he'll he'll grab my hands or something and like wrap my arms around him or do something so that my hands aren't free to touch the remote. Don't no touch TV, mom. That's funny. Thank Declan. Well, so then what do you, it sounds like if Declan needs to be pushed every now and then, what does Blake need to be pushed? I don't know. I don't have anyone pushing me. I need another, I told you I need another Blake. Okay. So how are you going to solve that problem? I'm going to invent cloning. What practical method are you going to use to solve that problem? Time machine. Again, practical. I'm going to have to shoot some sperm into a jar and make a, a little me. Well, actually, I already made a little me. Maybe I just need Declan to grow up and then he'll take care of me. He'll motivate me. That doesn't sound very empowering. It does to me. Sounds like you're giving all your power to a three-year-old. No, he won't be three at the time he, when he gets me. Mo- it, it, this is 10 years I got. I got 10 years of sitting on the couch before I'll be motivated. So you're giving all your power to a three-year-old till he can grow big enough to kick yeah, your I ass. Yeah, I figure by the time he's 13, he'll be running around. Oh, okay. So 10 years, that's not bad. Okay, so you're just going to sit on the couch for 10 years and be like, I'm just waiting. No, I mean, I'm off to get up and eat and work and stuff once in a while. Okay. Was it, is that not a good plan? I don't, I don't think it's your best plan. Um, I like it. <laughs> okay. I'm all about personal empowerment. How, what can you do aside from that that will also. If I knew Rochelle, I'd be doing it. I don't know. I need you to answer these questions for me. Well, I think that there's a physical part of it. Right? I think there's giving right. your body the nutrients that it needs. Yes. And then I also think there's a self-esteem thing. Yeah. So are there little steps you can take that will help build your self-esteem that will help? Because if you can do that, the combination of the two, if this, if working out continues to be a priority for you, that's the biggest part. If it's a priority for you, then we've got to figure out how we can help it to become something that you can build into your day if it's not a priority for you then it's you know no judgment it doesn't have it's not for it's not for everyone i think there's medical reasons why it should be but it doesn't mean that it that is a lot of reasons i want to live but i also want to be sexy 
Okay, well, those are big reasons. <laughs> I'm going to be sexy and alive. Okay. I'm going to make my own magazine, and I'm going to be the sexiest man of the year every year. Okay, that's possible. But I could do that now. That's true. What? Oh, I was just thinking about the magazine cover. Okay. World's sexiest man? Question mark? <laughs> and then it would just say, yep, underneath. And then I would write a nice little article about myself. I mean, honestly, I don't think that you have to lose the weight to be considered sexy. I don't think that that's necessary. That's right. Some people like chunky guys. I don't, and I don't think, yeah, I don't think those things have to be, I don't think that those things are defined universally. I think it's more just about you finding your healthiest balance for yourself. I mean, what does that look like for you? 85 pounds. Where are you coming up with that number? Because that's where I was at my happiest okay, weight well wise. Okay, so that's customized by you. Then I accept that number. Yeah. Okay. It's not an arbitrary number. I wasn't sure. I did the math. You're very good at math. Not really. You say that all the time, and that's not true. You're not good at showing your work, but who cares? I'm not very good at doing math in my head. I just just because the doctor asked me, like he was like, "What's twelve? Like what's twelve times two? And I was like, "24." And I said it really fast, and he was like, "Look at that! Look at that math!" <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one I could do. Look at that math whiz. <laughs> but he asked me like a really easy math question. It wasn't something like really difficult. Oh. Seventeen minus five, and I was like, uh, t- two, twelve, something like that. Right. I get you. Yeah, I don't remember. It. Two, 17 minus five, two. That's the kind of math I do, folks. Well, I'm trying here. Um, motivation, focus, and energy. Yes. I do I do think you kind of need all three. Is anyone else struggling with these types of things? Because I know that we've talked about it like a little bit. People have addressed on the Facebook group. But yeah, I find, especially with depression, like depression... D- you're not motivated to do anything. Like I, I get home from work and if Declan's not with me, I'm like, I'm ready to go to bed. Why, why be alive for the rest of the day when I can sleep and, and dream of a, a better life. Okay. Pretty depressing, huh? It is depressing, (laughs) but it's about, it's a very valid. I know, I know a lot of people that that is, you know, a very clear description of how they're feeling right now. Yeah. I think that's, I mean, especially with what's going on in the world. I mean, you talk about like looking outside and, and <laughs> feeling overwhelmed and vulnerable and helpless all at the same time. Like this is a difficult time. It, we thought the pandemic was, you know, hard enough. Now we've added this whole extra element to life. So what's that? Just the global state of what's going on out there you'll talk more about it in your news minute i'm sure i will news minute we're almost we're, we're almost two pop minute and news minute oh well so so really what i'm hearing you say is we boil all these things down is like energy motivation and focus for you is is kind of coming back around to your depression yeah okay what does your doctor say about depression that i need to see a psychiatrist hmm and then that requires me to go and do the whole, go through the rigmarole of finding a therapist. And then I got to tell my life story. We can just create a PowerPoint. We should probably just create a PowerPoint at this point. I know. A PowerPoint. And be like, here. <laughs> Here's watch, everything you need to know. Let's watch this. Um, Leave me alone. Leave Brittany alone. Um, yeah. So I, I, uh, I just don't, 
I don't have insurance, and so I don't want to go and spend $350 to go and see someone to be able to get another pill to take. Right. There's a lot of natural <sighs> ways to work through. Have you heard of Yeah, the exercise. <laughs> More yes. than more than any other set, like you're always like supplements and stuff. It's like none of that. It's really like I just what is it that gets people motivated? That's what I don't understand. I don't understand like what has motivated me in the past. Actually, I know what motivated me in the past. One of the things was that that dude that I was going to school with is like, man, he's like, you put on a lot of weight. Hmm. I was like, wow, thanks. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I better start eating better and working out. Hmm. I mean, it's a very customized conversation, so it's just really going to depend on where... And it's not even the same thing. I'm not even sure that the same thing that would motivate you now is a, is what motivated you back then because you're a totally different person now. Like, you've just... You know so much more about yourself, and yet at the same time, you know... So little. You... No, I just... Every five years, our, um, our body changes. So, you know, we're at a different stage of... The aging process. And I'm like a Pokemon. Okay. You're they evolve. Have... Oh. I, I don't know much about Pokemon. I don't either. I just know that they evolve. Oh. I know I know very little about a bunch of stuff. Yeah. I get that. So, Pokemon is one of those things I know. I'm a jack of all trades and a master of none, as they say. Okay. Well, then I'm trying to help you here. I think... Um, I think every time I come up with a solution, you kind of throw like a couch in front of me and be like, "Bah." Why do you want to sit down? No, I want to. I want to help you get moving. I want to help you All like right, motivate me. Maybe you need swim classes. Maybe. Maybe you need some sort of like, um, taekwondo or some sort of class you can join that gives you a little bit of that group motivation. Um, some sort of running group or. Yeah, I don't think any like running group is gonna be like, "Hey, fatty, get over here. You join our running group." Then I'm gonna be in last place every time. Okay, so what can you do though? Because I don't know. I how about I start a sitting group uh-huh. and then convince everyone to run. You could do it Fred Flintstone style and just like figure out how to move your little feet. You know, you could sit. You know, like he had to move his car with his feet. He still got a pretty good ab workout, although he sat because he had to. Fred Flintstone was overweight. Okay. I wonder why that is. Maybe he's just too many brontosaurus steaks. Maybe. So, so wait, you're telling me I need to uh, sit down and pedal? There are exercise bikes that allow you to sit down and pedal. I can't get on the. I don't get on the treadmill, but it's just gonna be one more piece of equipment I don't use. <laughs> oh, I'm not uh, inviting you to buy one. I'm saying there's one over there in the gym. Oh, yeah. Then I got to go all the way there. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> How do you even get in the gym? I don't even know. You just use your key fob. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know Same that. Same thing that gets you to the hub. It's all universal now. We live in a oh, state-of-the-art the place. The hub doesn't even lock. It doesn't it doesn't matter. Like, in and out the gates, it's all the same. All right. Have no. you investigated this? Or no, you the just... gym is far. It's, like, all it's the way over there. It's not far. I used to have motivation, Rochelle, and I don't anymore. I'm old. Okay. All right. I think it's time for Pop Minute. Will that motivate you? It'll motivate me to get to News Minute. (laughs) Nice transition. Thank you. Hey, I'm not making light of this. Listen, I appreciate you being vulnerable because the subject of motivation is, uh, it's a big topic. Yes, it is. Speaking of motivation, 
If you know anything about me, then you know I'm a fan of Batman. Yes. I watched the corny live-action 60s TV show growing up and remember seeing the Tim Burton film in the theater in 1989. Oh, wow. Well, The Batman was released this week. Joining the ranks of live-action Batman films comes Matt Reeves' take on the Caped Crusader. Who's that? Matt Reeves is probably best known... Jesus Christ, <laughs> Rochelle. For having directed Cloverfield, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, as well as War for the Planet of the Apes, please save all questions for the end. <laughs> The Batman stars Robert Pattinson as the title character, Zoe Kravitz as Selena Kyle, a.k.a. Catwoman. Colin Farrell is an almost unrecognizable Oswald Cobblepot, a.k.a. the Penguin. His makeup is actually like crazy. That's what I've heard. You're the second person to use the term unrecognizable. Uh, and Paul Dano is the Riddler. The film also stars Peter Sarsgaard, John Turturro, Andy Serkis, and Jeffrey Wright. If you count batman the movie from 1966 this will be the eighth batman movie and i'm only counting solo efforts movies where batman is the title character i'm not counting batman v superman justice league or suicide squad where he just is in the movie or was in the movie with like another person Fair. so like batman batman forever batman returns batman and robin that the christopher nolan movies mm -hmm. that kind of stuff the dark knight so starting with um yeah that's the second one. Starting with Adam West, that makes Pattinson the seventh actor to don the bat suit. And I'm not counting the actors who played the Dark Knight in the 40s movie serials. So I've been nervous about this one, this movie, being a Batman fan. But the reviews are in, and as of this uh, recording, it's at an impressive 87% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. And I still have yet to see the film, but I'm planning on seeing it while it's still in theaters. Uh, I've heard a lot of good things about it from friends and stuff, but it's like a three-hour Batman movie. I heard that, yeah. So it's pretty crazy. Yep. Um, speaking of Batman, the Batman actually made regular news this week. So it's time for News Minute. Um, Warner Media, the company that released the Batman, has pulled the film from Russia. That's mm -hmm. right. Warner Brothers has pulled out and the Ruskies won't be watching The Batman anytime soon. In a similar move, Disney announced on Monday that it would be halting all film releases to Russia as well. So artists, musicians, and other media companies have been pulling out of Russia this week in order to show solidarity against them for their continued attack on Ukraine. And their own people. And a surprising move this week, Switzerland has broken their tradition of remaining neutral. What? Yep. And has imposed sanctions on Russia because of their continued attack on Ukraine. They've frozen assets of key Russian dignitaries, including Vladimir Putin, as well as restricting any travel from Russia in Swiss airspace. Wow. In a funny way, the Russian uh, retaliated. The Russian Air Transport Agency announced on Tuesday that it had closed its airspace to Switzerland. And this is Russia's way of saying, nana nana boo boo, stick your head in doo doo. <laughs> I, this is, I feel so... First of all, is I mean, I know this is all crazy and it's terrible because people are dying over there. But what's funny is that they're like, we are closing our airspace to you. And then the Russians are like, um, you're closing our airspace. We're closing our airspace. I was actually just watching um, a video of someone whose family is in Russia. And she was telling us some of the internal things that's going on. Um, so it's not so there's. There's a lot of horrible things happening to the Ukraine people, but there's also a lot of horrible things happening internally in Russia to people who oppose the war. Right. 
Um, and so this is, it's, it's actually really scary. It's because it's not like he's got the backing of his whole country. You know, she's, the video said that he's getting further and further away from his advisors and it's getting scarier and scarier. And even the Russian people. You're talking are, about Putin, I'm assuming. I am. Yeah. Even the Russian people. I call are, him PP, President Putin. <laughs> I just, I send a lot of love and prayers. I, I just, it makes me, this, this, if makes me probably feel the most anxious I feel more like when I had postpartum anxiety, postpartum anxiety for me, I felt incredibly vulnerable. I felt helpless. I felt worried. I felt fearful, you know, and when I think about everything going on over there, I feel the same way, you know, it's like, there's, what are you going to do? It just, you just feel very, it's a lot of overwhelming feelings. Yeah. Sorry to end it on such a down note. I should have thought about that when I wrote this. Right. Uh, but I didn't realize. Uh, well, but it, so, but managing our anxiety is where, uh, it, no matter where you are in the world, because yeah. we have listeners that are in that part of the world as well. And, we do. And so we send our love um, and, and empathy and all of our support to you at, everywhere because everyone is being forced to, I don't even know the words, like this is happening directly to people in in ukraine and in russia and indirectly to the rest of us as we watch because there's not something there's not always something we can it's do. more it's more than just gas prices folks these yeah people these are people's lives we care about i care about all of them <laughs> i'm about to sneeze and my butt hurts so on that note thanks for the commentary you're welcome um i did i let you listen to the new mu- music for this week no not at all well let's listen to it right now Okay, I'm not going to say that this time because last time I said that we talked for another 20 minutes and the music didn't play. Anyway, um, we'll uh, we'll be thinking about what to call this episode, but you already know what it is because you're listening to it now. And we'll be thinking about everybody over in Europe right now sending our love and prayers. So. Yes. And if this does pique your anxiety like it is for us, then... Um you know, recognize that 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 you're feeling anxious. And then once you recognize that you're feeling anxious and you recognize why you're feeling anxious, we can take steps to kind of manage your anxiety and separate out the feelings because that's where it gets really um, incapacitating is when you can't separate out how you feel about different things. So like you just said, you have, what did you say? Your stomach or your something? My butt hurts. Well, okay. This chair is so uncomfortable. Oh. Right. I'm falling off of it. Okay. Music. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We. Well, this is episode 30. Don't forget to join the Facebook group as we say every episode. Join the Facebook group. Join the group. Join the conversation. And if you have tips or tricks or ideas about how you're managing energy, motivation, and focus, share them in the group. Yeah, please. We could We could use some help. We. W- I don't necessarily always... Uh, comment on everything but i do read everything and i try to like everything that people uh share in the group sometimes i don't catch stuff and then i go back and i'm like when the heck did this get posted and then i'm like oh i feel bad now because i didn't yeah, see I don't it. always get all the notifications but um i really appreciate everyone that contributes to the group and the group is the private g- now the group is now private yeah so i don't know what that means Share all your naked put pictures. No, no one can no, see no, them. No, 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 don't I'm just there. kidding. <laughs> okay, only naked dog pictures and cat pictures. Okay, fair enough. Is that fun? That's fair. Okay. Jeez, I'm going to get in trouble for talking about being topless again. <laughs> well, you can. I'm just... Uh, I'll be topless. How about that? Okay. Is that all right? Sure. Free, free the man's nipple. Okay. All right. We'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back. Uh, and uh, th- that's that's the end? 
Yeah. All right. I just feel like I don't know how to end the show anymore. Happy 30th. Happy 30th. Woo! Midlife crisis. Yeah. Yeah. To the, to the show's midlife crisis. All right. Um, I'm Blake. And I'm Michelle. And that's how we end the episode. Cue the music.